the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. You know, I didn't want to. I really just didn't want to do it. I think I had a protest, Mike. You know, <laughs> but we had to wrap it up. We had to wrap up the what's been, you know, the end of really college football right into college basketball. So for us, what's really been the end of a good season, I would say. So claps to us. Claps to us. Good season. Good season, folks. But no, we're here. As much as I didn't want to be to talk about the, the demise of college basketball and how cheaters <laughs> do in fact prosper just kidding congratulations kansas they are the national champions don't hey don't don't say if you don't mean it kyle and i know damn well you don't mean it you're right i don't mean it at hey all. hey c- congratulations to the north carolina tar heels on being runners up to the national championship on an improbable run we'll put it we'll congratulate the second place team right was their championship saturday people are asking probably Uh, As it pertains within the Duke-UNC rivalry, of course. I I mean, that's – and I I plan to touch on this later on in the pod, but that is something that they will be able to throw back in the face of Duke fans to the end of time, and it's going to play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's unavoidable. As much as it breaks my heart, but it's – I mean, it's like the Duke-North Carolina, that's like its own little season, its own little conference within itself. Right. So – well, it's, I mean, it's for them like, going into the, going into the game as a North Carolina fan, that is the most house money situation you could have oh, ever yeah. asked for oh, because yeah. it's like yeah. you achieved everything that you could have imagined and everything that you wanted, and then so it's like cool. Well, if you win a national title on top of that, which they got pretty close to doing, I mean, I wouldn't even know what to do. like. You would never have another season that would ever ever live up to that, and yeah. I don't know if I'd want that as a sports fan, knowing that that is the ultimate peak because you will never right. have another peak like that to where coach K and winning a national title in the same year, it would never. So now you at least can keep chasing the national title, right? Right. Not not that they haven't got it, but you know what I mean? Well, and, and I, I feel like when you go, and this is just me being cynical, because I mean, obviously, you know, congrats to the the Kansas players that didn't get paid and, and did it the hard way. Uh, but I mean, is there a chance that this, this championship gets, Taken out of the books once all these violations that are still under active investigation come come to light, Kyle. I mean, are, are we like is this championship just a, is this is the is the banner going to hang temporarily for like a season maybe and then get ripped off the rafters? God, who fucking knows? <laughs> it's just you know, and then just seeing all the Kansas fans afterwards, it's just like God, you guys really don't have yeah. anything to look no. for. So maybe. No. Well, it, it, it's like me and you talked about it in person, but it's like it, the the only thing they have outside of Kansas basketball, and I and I do really sincerely apologize if there's like a lesser lesser covered sport that just absolutely kills it at Kansas. I, I'm not aware of one, but outside of that, all you really have is like Kansas football beating Texas every so often, and everybody gets a good chuckle out of that. But outside of that, it's really just basketball out there in the in the fog. I think most so, of them. Are pro- do you think they're Chiefs fans? Probably. I mean, have to be. Very, have to yeah. be. Yeah, you know. So, but, but I but one point I do want to make going back to the to the Duke UNC thing, it, it's it's another element, and we we always try to you know encapsulate what college sports means to not only us but college sports fans. 
the Duke UNC rivalry is it, it's it's wonderful because if you throw away the rest of the season if you win that rivalry, especially on the scale of you know the Final Four. I, I mean, a historic matchup, but it's like the Iron Bowl and it's the Red River Shootout. It, it's it, it's beautiful because it's like regardless how the season shakes out, if you win those games, it's like you're just completely stoked regardless of the outcome. And it's just, it's one of the things about college sports. that's just awesome. Is like, you know, UNC falls short of the championship. They could have, they, they could have got bounced in the first round. They beat Duke at home on coach K's last, you know, home game of his career. And that that's something to be able to hang on to as a success for the rest of their lives. It's incredible. Absolutely. What else is incredible is uh, we are naming this podcast and we think we are incredible. If you're just joining us for Grandma some reason, so. <laughs> you know, this far into into the season. This is kind of the end of season, what, what we're going to consider season one. We made it yep. to college football, college basketball, a lot of silliness in between. Um, but it's, it's come to an end for now, right? But it's uh, it's just, it's goodbye. It's not, it's so long, it's not goodbye, or it's goodbye. Well, I can't remember what the phrase is, but yeah. <laughs> you make, you make it it's not like the end. No, and I, and, and I mean, we haven't, we haven't had our, our quarterly business meeting yet, but I'm, I'm confident there's still episodes that are going to be released here in, in the near future. I mean, I, I, we're closing the book on season one, but season two fires up like pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. And so just to kind of give you a tentative plan and we're not, you know, this isn't the end pod today either, but, um, you know, kind of a tentative plan is this is the end of season one. We're basically going to move into season 1.5 for the next couple of weeks, um, which is just going to be a lot of just like nonsense. So when I say nonsense, a lot of like it's still sports related, obviously, it's no, still college course. basketball, it's just kind of, of maybe a wide spectrum of sports. Um, a lot of just like random hypotheticals um fan interactions you know we'll get random people on the pod maybe kind of spice it up a little bit a silly season it's a silly season you know we got some spring games coming up which is like the oh, yeah. ultimate time for speculation we're gonna have tons of transfers we're gonna have tons of nil deals being struck tons right. of corruption that just continues to play college football and basketball and we're gonna be here for it right well and like like you said the transfer portal for one is popping off i, I mean I don't even think somebody who does this as a full-time career could keep track of who's going where, who's in the portal, who's not in the portal. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll do our darndest. We'll, we'll uh, dust off them, them Colorado Mesa University degrees that are spelled wrong. We'll dust those off a little bit. We'll do our due diligence, do a little research. Uh, but, yeah, no, that and, and the NIL – it feels like every time I listen to any college sports podcast outside of our own, we're number one, but everybody else is playing for second best. It's just the NIL talk just gets better and better because you have coaches that'll comment on it. You have, you know, players that are coming out and talking about like their NIL deals that they had. And then, it, and then a funny thing is, is like, I've been listening to a lot of interviews with like, they're now for, they're at their professional players. Sam Darnold was one that I was listening to on a bus with the boys podcast. And they kind of like jokingly asked him, like, did you get paid at USC? Like, come on, like you could tell us, and, and like, and they're just like outing it. They're just out in the open with it now. Like, they're they're saying like, oh, I got paid. They're like, oh, like, well, no, I didn't. But like, I know people who did, and it's, it's just hilarious to see how it's just once they get out of the NCAA's umbrella, they'll just throw it out on record, and it's like, oh my god, the, the NCAA is so corrupt and just broken. But I, there's just we're never gonna fix it. Right, and and I know like there's a lot of schools now. Um, who are hoping to get Congress to establish something like there has to be there has to be guidelines, Um, you know, because I think there are schools that are doing it the right way because they just it's about culture. Right. You want to start things doing things the right way, because when things pivot, it's not going to be as 
detrimental to your program, right? And you're right. not going to be behind. You you do things the right way first. You have that foundation. Once you have the the right thing in place, sure, figure out where the gray area is, right? Because worst right. case scenario, you fall back and say, well, look at what we already have. This is what we've been doing, right? Look at all the, the we've been doing it the right way. We just didn't know about, you know, and so it's a little bit easier to pass off. But absolutely, there are already schools, you know, and I think the South right. is, is probably has the the, uh, the stranglehold oh, on yeah. the, the gray area, um, as we'd like to call it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah they uh, it's it's just well, it, and it's it's you, you hit it right on the head where it's it's the schools who like they have to they have to compete like it's the schools that like like they're a lot of their funding and all the money that they're sinking into these programs like it is absolutely detrimental to them if they do not compete like they like they just have to be competitive they have to be able to generate that revenue because i i know we we all like to hide behind the the warm fuzzy feeling of like this is college sports but there's a business to it i mean we're, we're all not naive here like they have to make money to pay for these 30 million dollar facilities they're building so yes, the, the the schools like obviously all of the SEC, the Ohio States, the, the Michigans are they've done a pretty good job of keeping their nose clean at least for what we can see. But like those schools are all going to come to the table and just be really playing in that gray zone. So I I agree, and it, and it is nice to hear that there are people who are like, hey, we 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 need to get Congress to kind of step in because if we leave it open to the wild wild west, it's just the, the rich are just going to get richer, and by that I mean the big schools are just going to keep dominating, just dominating in between transfer portal and NIL, they're just going to keep dominating. Right, but then and then you have a school like Arkansas right now in college basketball. Right, they're kind of creating, and, and it sucks because I kind of like them because they've been so non-threatening, but now I'm starting to be like, okay, like let's settle down here. You know, they right. just landed that transfer from Arizona State. So they now have the number one transfer class and the number two high school recruiting class for 2022. Right. And it's like, where do you get all these scholarships, first of all? So you know people <laughs> are just like, it's like, hey, like, yeah, you won't have a quote-unquote scholarship, but look at all this money we have with the Hog Fund, the Hog right. Foundation or whatever. Right. Right. You know, and like, so it's going to be, teams are going to get real creative, but uh, we won't know until we don't know. And we don't know what we don't know. Right. And we'll know, that's, we'll figure it out next we'll, season. We'll figure it out in silly season. Yeah, we'll figure something out in silly season. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, outside of that, you know, like like we said, yeah, Kansas, you are you're the national champion. You definitely were the best team. I like, I can't, right? No, I can't deny that they were absolutely the right. best team. Um, and if you peel back, if you peel back the, because obviously you're way you're way in touch with it. I'm in touch with it because you are. I just I just hear what you have to say. But like, if if you throw all that aside. Just from a pure basketball standpoint, Kansas was the best team and they were fun to watch. But I think the tournament overall this year was probably one of the funnest tournaments in recent memory as far as how it all unfolded. Well, and, and that's that's what's funny about it is like, you know, people who um, talk down like the college football expansion. It's like, well, you know, what if there's upsets or, you know, how will we know who the best teams are? It's like, well, look at college basketball. And we still yeah. ended up with obviously Kansas being being the best. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. North Carolina, I think they were probably underseeded, to be honest. I think if you reseeded them right. now, you'd be like, they're probably like a four to a, you know, I wouldn't say top three sure. seed, but yeah. they're probably like a four to five seed, you know, versus right. an eight seed. But it's like you still, no one's going to sit there and debate like, oh, the wrong team won it this year, right? That's right. Uh, that darn tournament. You know, that's why we don't want to expand the college football playoff. And it's just like, no, you'll still end up with the best fucking teams, but you right. might have one or, two, one or two upsets along the way. And then that just... That's all people want. Just give me one upset. People didn't want. I mean, my wife wanted St. Peter's in the in the championship. Hey, hey go Peacock. You know, 
go Peacocks. But like, that's just not going to happen. It, no. It's not, never going to happen, right? Well, and, You're and it's going to end it, up with like a Cincinnati in the actual championship. But you want right. to see them at least give a shot. Right, well, but, and that's and that's where I think the people who have you know the the concern of well, like what if what if the what if there's an upset or what if somebody catches them on a fluke week in respects to college football, the difference in between the two sports is so vast that it's like if you're if you're a football team and it's pretty cut and dry usually like once you get up into the like the upper echelon like yeah the the competition level is pretty even but like. For the most part, even if we go to eight teams, uh, an eight seed is never going to be a number one seed in college football. It's just never going to happen because it's so many positions on the field and the talent levels are usually like you can see from the get go, like which team has the most talent. Now, basketball, on the other hand, if a team's cold and the other team's hot and if the other team just kind of catches a groove, any team could win, as we saw with St. Peter's. I I mean, making the and they should hang a banner for their elite eight appearance, but like making the run they had was incredible. And I think if you if you go back in time and you ask a UNC fan at the the early stage of the season like hey like do you think you're going to make it, you know, past like the round of 32 or even the sweet 16? The answer was probably no because UNC was really bad at the beginning of the season. But that's just the beauty of basketball and the tournament as a whole. You get hot at the right time, you put all the pieces together and you go on a run, you almost win the national championship. I mean, it was it was really fun to watch. Obviously, it was terrible that the Duke fell to to UNC. That that hurts and that's for the end of the show, my open letter to Coach K. But it, it, it was incredible to watch. St. Peter's making the run was great. We, I mean, we had Miami. And, Miami, yep. Yeah, like it, it was just so much fun because at the end of the day, we got the result that we all expected. We got a very competitive championship game and the number one overall seed. I, I know Gonzaga was, but I think Kansas has just as much argument. Wins the whole thing. So we got everything we wanted. We got the upsets. We got the runs. But like at the end of the day, we watched really good basketball down the stretch. And probably one of the best Final Fours we've seen in a while. Right. Yeah. No, it's uh, you love it. This is why we love March. This is why if you're ever going to, you know, plan to have a kid or anything like that, plan it to where the kid's born right around March because that parental leave kicks in. You get to just watch college basketball. That's what it was. <laughs> That's pretty much great. So, you know, you, you got to get the time off or just get a job that allows you to, to basically just watch it. It'd be awesome. But nonetheless... Uh, it's come to a close. We love college basketball. We do. Love as it. much as you love try it. to claim you don't, you know I love college basketball. Yeah, and, Kyle, uh, Skip, mm, jury's out. But, you know, I had to pull teeth to get him to talk a little ball with me. But, you know, we got there. It is what it is. Right. But this is the headline that I love. This is from Yahoo Sports. It just says, one shameful moment. Bill Self wins NCAA title while his Adidas <laughs> rep sits in jail. <laughs> criminal. He's a criminal. <laughs> A rock chalk jail locks. It's you know it's the jail. You, go, you go to you go to KU. You straight to jail. Uh, yeah, and it's just it, like the jokes write themselves. I saw a lot of Twitter. It's like, oh, congratulations to Bill Self. He has you know one one less championship than he does at active violations being under investigation. It's like. Right. Oh man, but but that's it, college. That's that's the beauty of college sports. It happens. It's been happening in college football as well. Like well, and, know, and I and I think it's funny because it's like you, you always there's the mantra right of like like football guys like and like they'll do anything to win. Now, obviously, take that with a grain of salt. Like, but like football, like they'll do anything to win. I think what people forget in basketball is basketball has some just real slime bags who like well, literally will do everything to win. Like right, just, and and now I think I think it's less likely that you're gonna get away for get away. Yeah. yeah, get away with it for so long. It's just the fact that they didn't cut Bill Self 
they didn't cut his head off soon enough, right? And right. so you let that happen, you let that happen, then he becomes the media darling and Kansas is their blue blood, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, well, the NCAA takes forever to do anything. They're right. going to drag their heels, and then it's, yeah, it, it's well, not going to affect anyone of consequence. And it always seems like the NCAA, it, it, they even are looking out for their, their own brethren in a way where it's like Bill Self is the coach of an NCAA institution, so they'll kind of tiptoe around him, and they'll go headhunt the the Adidas rep and you know his his personal assistants or you know AAU coaches or whoever it is. It seems like the NCAA will like always kind of protect their own in a way, and they'll just headhunt everybody else around him just so they could turn and look and be like, oh well, look like like well technically it was the Adidas rep who was the one who talked to so and so at this tournament, and you know he's the one who did the bad thing. It's like well. We all know Bill Self was orchestrating and pulling those strings. Yeah. But you got to have a fall guy. And he, he put that that nice little layer between him and the NCAA. Got his championship this year. You your call. I think you called your shot a while back. He's going to go to like the NBA or something. Like he'll, he'll probably right off of the sunset here, if right. not after this season soon. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. He Because he knows. He's going to know like when things are coming. And he's not going to yeah. sit there and. It's, yeah, he's the basketball Pete Carroll. You know, he knows what he did. He's going to have his time in the sun. He's going to soak up all the glory. I and mean, then he's going to bounce right around the time the axe is going to fall. And he's going to go fucking coach in the pros. Yeah. Or just retire and just be, you know, just be, yeah, I'm just going to be an analyst or whatever, you know. And Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. It, which blows my mind because, like, you look, I look at dudes like, like A-Rod, who is, like, a blatant, like, verified cheater, steroids, like, at, at the whole nine and it's all kind of just gets thrown on the rug, and now he's like, like you just said, the media darling, and like he he's a commentator, and everybody just loves a Rod. And I'm like, how do we? I'm not saying like you gotta like, you know, banish these people to the shadow realm, but like, I mean, they did cheat, and they cheated the sport that we all love, like. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, you even look at it in in baseball with the Astros, right? I like I barely watch baseball, and I hate the Astros now because hate them. it's like. Hate them. It's just it's just dumb, you know. Well, it, because it's in because it's one thing where it, it's like you know if if you if you just continue to deny 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 and then even if it comes out and and they make one decision one way or the other and you still kind of plead innocence, then it's like okay, like maybe we kind of have to give them a little bit of a little bit of shadow doubt, but like. A-Rod has just acknowledged it. Like, the Astros are all acknowledging it. Like, former players are coming out. They're like, yeah, like, we had this. And, like, we know what we did. And, like, we used to do this. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Right. And that's just, I mean, I guess there's that mantra in sports. Like, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. It just sucks when you're the team who isn't cheating enough to <laughs> to win anything. And right. that's always been misconceived. Don't get me wrong. I understand, like, yeah, every team has some level of dirt on them, you know. But it's like, don't, listen, let's just. Izzo, like, you're going to retire in a few years anyways. Just go all in. Just go all in right. and just right. get it done and Listen, just say, you just, know what? Just take us back to the glory days of when cheating was like, you know, like a, a college basketball coach would go find, like, a high-level recruit, and he would, like, you'd go meet him at, like, a basketball tournament. Like, oh, like, oops, here's a couple pair of, like, new shoes. Like, oh, like, look, like, here, you know, here's some swag. Like, let's go back to those cheating days. Not just like, hey, well, how much, how many thousands do you need to come play here? Okay, yeah, I got you. Your mom needs how big of a house? How many rooms you think? Yeah, okay, gotcha. It's like, oh, by the way, we have an assistant. Uh, so, for example, Michigan State. So, our longtime assistant, Dwayne Stevens, he did uh, get the job at Western Michigan, which is awesome. Nice. That opens up, an, uh, you know, an assistant coaching spot on the roster. Find whatever top five recruit who's got a dad or an uncle who, co- quote, unquote, coaches the AAU yeah. team. Yeah. Get him on the staff. 
Oh, Get him on staff and just let's roll with it. Oh, you oops. Know? Uh, Cade, Cade Cunningham, a perennial all-star. You know, I think he went number one in the draft. Oh, like oh, ends, ends up at Oklahoma State. How'd that happen? Oh, his brother got a $125,000 a year job. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, where is he now? Is he still coaching? I don't know. Yeah, probably not. The moment yeah. that dude declared for the draft, the coach walked in and it probably kicked him right in the ass and said, get, get out of here. You're done. <laughs> Move. Right. Uh, so yeah, just let's see, get back to that. But yeah, we, we have that assistant spot up and so we can see what Izzo decides to do. But, um, you know, Joey Hauser might be coming back to great white hope, baby. Jesus Ooh. Christ. Uh, that guy, it, it's funny because like, and we're just completely off the rails now, but whatever. It's funny. Cause like when I would sit down and make it a point to watch Michigan state, I had, I had better productivity on the pickup court than Joey Hauser had on the court that day. Like he was just awful. But then it's like I wouldn't watch him, and you'd be texting me like, "Oh, Joey's Joey's heating up," and like yeah. his stat line would be crazy. I'm like, dude, like he started see, yeah, he started the season horribly, but like he he peaked toward the end, and it, like his problem is is like he's got every facet of the game. He's just not like athletic enough to like def, you know defense wise. But he dropped 28 points against Davidson. He was the only reason why we advanced to the second round. You know, well, like it's, it, it, so he's he's the poor man's Brady Manic is what I'm hearing you say. Right, he just you know hustles hard, plays hard. You know, he was just it's just like especially with Michigan State, and I think it, it's not unique to us. But there's always the one player on the team that just gets roasted by social media, and we have a very aggressive social media following. Um, there's always one player, and it just it kind of happens to be Joey, just because he's kind of like that got that malaise look on him, just like yeah, like I just I'm just here to play basketball, and you know, but yeah, he might come back, which I would absolutely welcome back because you just don't know. You don't know how a player's going to progress. You want to take as many sure things as you can. And he's a sure thing in that he can play a multitude of positions. He's good enough. He's not going to, like, lose you games. But, right. yeah. yeah, we shall fair. see. That's fair. We shall see. But, yeah, that's uh, that's it really for college basketball. And now it's time to basically yeah. not think of college basketball for, like, another, like, nine months. That's Well, yeah. And so thought I thought a lot about this, Kyle. Uh-oh. You got to get rid. If you're Coach K and you can go back, you got to get rid of the fucking goodbye tour. This has this has been weighing on my mind a lot. How, you think he? Do you think he's honestly coming back? No, no, no. He's not coming back. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Knowing how this season played out, and like, I'm just saying. Obviously, results stay the same. How could we have avoided such a catastrophe and such a a, a terrible launch into the John Shire era? Just don't don't go on your retirement tour because then you, we're just setting ourselves up. For- yeah, look at Roy Williams. Roy Roy Williams left, elevated the team, said, "Hey, this is you." And then he got to enjoy it just from the stands, which is probably the best feeling in the world. Right? You know, right? Because now because it's like Cause he you know, knows that's his team, right? Well, like, and, Roy, and, yeah. And they said all over the game, they're like, "Oh, like Roy Williams has his fingerprints all over this game. Like, like this is a Roy Williams team. Like, you know." It, now it's like going into next year. If if Duke struggles, they're going to be like, "Well, you got to wonder, did Coach K like leave 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 him on a bad foot? Like, well, I don't know." And then if they succeed, you're never going to hear Coach K Coach K's name. I should say, from the the populace of Twitter and college college basketball fans, I'm sure the media will still continue the suck fest. But you just got to go back and you just got to just get rid of the get rid of the retirement tour and just retire at the end of the season like like everybody knew it was coming like you weren't catching anybody by surprise this wasn't like you know uh we we never saw this coming what a, oh my gosh i'm so floored 
we all saw this coming. We knew you're retiring soon. Get rid of the retirement tour because all it did was just add ammunition and just fuel to the fire that is we all hate Duke and everybody hates Coach K. So you just got to go back and you got to get rid of the retirement tour. And that's that's where I will leave this basketball season. My final thoughts are Duke, Coach K, you got to just not do the retirement tour, play the season out, and then retire at the end. <laughs> Absolutely. Because yeah. I think it tarnished his legacy tremendously. Tremendously. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you love to see it. You know, Izzo won't do it. I'll tell you that right now. He'll just up and retire and it'll just be like, yeah, I'm just going to oh. go live in the UP. No, oh, his, he'll he'll lose in the Elite Eight as he does. And then he'll come up to the podium after the game and be like, yeah, that was it for me. Like, I'm done. <laughs> like, yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I'll cry like a little baby. But, Absolutely. But see, that's what I mean. Cause it's, it's, you know, coach K and Tom Izzo are, you know, it doesn't matter where you want to place them. Any knowledgeable human being knows that they're, they're in the same breath. Like they get, they're in the same conversation. Yeah. As much as PFT loves to just say that Izzo is like the most overrated coach. He has uh, like, he's in the tops for final fours. Uh, he does have a title. He just, he needs that one title to absolutely one more. be spent that one more in yeah. there. Chase uh, number but, two. Right. And that, that's why he's still here, you know, because he's right. aware of that as well. I, you know, if, I, if I'm being an, if I'm honest and being a betting man, I don't think it's just going to happen just because I see the types of players that are recruited. We always recruit good teams, but it's just you got to play the game that we already talked about where it's like you need the, the top talent. You need the big guys. And it's right. just it's just not going to fall away unless but, you get really lucky. But the the. the... It, it's tough because obviously if you're a good coach, like the success should follow and like you should fill up the stat sheet with all these, you know, successes. And I know, I know he has the, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, like you said, the final fours and, and so on and so forth. But it's like, when you look at it from truly like a coach in basketball, both the recruiting and how he coaches his teams that he's always, you know, the current team he's always coaching, the dude is just – he puts together just incredible teams. And I know that they're not incredible in the way of, like, they're winning national championships. But, like, they, they just – they have so much grit and they play with good chemistry. And it's like they're always in the running. Success. Never, exactly. Sustained success. Sustained success for over 20 – for over two decades. It's crazy, you know? And, and, and the game of basketball has changed so much in two decades. If you don't agree with that, then you you truly just don't like basketball. You're probably a baseball guy. The game of basketball and as it pertains to recruiting and just overall gameplay it has changed so much in two decades. So for the for him to play basketball in the era he did and then coach the basketball in the beginning stages of his career, coach the basketball when he did, and then go and get his shot at Michigan State and be able to coach for over two decades and be able to have some sane success is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Yep. But hey, you know, it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's it's never never a dull moment in in the college basketball or college football ranks and right and we're gonna be here for you we are okay. absolutely so yeah so like we said uh, off season's gonna be pretty fun uh, you know and we're just gonna kind of come on it might probably be like shorter form pods but uh, this is where our listeners our loyal listeners we just uh, you know give us ideas if you want us to do anything you can just say something stupid reply to something stupid and we'll bring it up on the pod it doesn't matter oh, yeah. but we'll we'll have well i'm not saying like you guys need to give us ideas but, like we are the content kings over here so <laughs> we uh we can think of just about anything so um <laughs> this is true this, this is true i mean look at look at how far we've made it with just this pod you know but yeah, it's uh we're still gonna focus on NIL. That's not going anywhere. Obviously, the college sports. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see kind of what the offseason brings. I'm looking forward to it. We'll probably take a week off. I'd say. I'd say that's probably fair. Um, you oh know. yeah. Yeah. So 
this is we we earned this. This is our this is our vacation. Absolutely. End of season vacation. Absolutely. And then we'll come back. You know, in that week off, I'm gonna just try to create a new intro. Um, something just a little bit more clean. <laughs> you know, just like flows a little better. I put that intro that we have. I put together in like 30 minutes. So it's like I fucking old. I fucking love our intro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you don't like the intro. It's just a little, I don't know, it's a little choppy. Yeah, I, 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 we can do better. We can do better. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I forgot. We, we're a, we're a hundreds of thousand dollars worth studio equipment. How did we, <laughs> how did yeah. you not do better, Kyle? <laughs> right. I know. I know. Yeah, we'll see what, what the old, uh, the old brain can whip up here. But, you know, Mike, is there anything else? It's Friday. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. We're going to the zoo this weekend. <sighs> God you damn, know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're, listen, it's the zoo. College college sports is great, but the zoo is just another level for your boy. I, I just could not get enough of the zoo. And I've been to the Hogle Zoo three times now, and I'm going to go in, and I'm going to be just as eager as the first time I went. It's going to be wonderful. Right. I'm going to feed some giraffes. Fucking looking forward to that. If they're if they're up and at them. If they're, if they're up for it, you know. You but go. it'll be. There you go. Yep, it'll be the little one. Uh, You know, shout out to Dylan and Amy and their child. Not that they are listening hey. to this, but hey, no. you know. The, the magic no. of childbirth. No, Dylan, I don't think – I couldn't find somebody who could care less about college sports than Dylan That's McGraw. Right. Like, that dude just that does not true. care yeah, for now it. That, now that baseball started, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. well, and he it's funny because you mentioned when you, like, have a baby or a March or have the baby. Yeah, this is perfect for him. Well, yeah. he, he I called him yesterday, and he's just like, yeah, I've just been sitting here watching the Masters all day nonstop. He's like, yeah, I, I got, like, Masters. screens. Oh, yeah, of course. Do the Masters going on. Yeah, you know, shout out Tiger. Uh, I think, you know, I, I put – I sprinkled a little bit of money on just some very long shot odds to win, and I think Will Zalatoris is – is close. I mean, he could, you never know, you know, I, yeah. but here's the thing. It's like, I've never watched the masters in its entirety. So I, like, I understand you have to make certain cuts and things like that. Yeah. So I think he's, uh, how many but make he, the first cut? Uh, I, I think, I think it's over half the field makes for, I'd have to look for sure, but it's, it's a pretty good chunk. Make the first cut. And then once you, I think it's, it's not even first. Cut. I think you just make the cut and then you just play Saturday, Sunday, or like the essentially play. Cause the thing, the thing with the masters is, is any previous winner is automatically qualified, right? Like if you won the Masters, you're basically any, invited yep. for life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So that makes it pretty fun. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh, yeah. You got you got Tiger out there, and then Matsuyama had his his the champions dinner they always do. The the previous year's champion decides the menu, and he had like it looked pretty good. He had some like sushi on there, oh, some that. Kobe yeah. beef, some some cod. It's it, the Masters is is great because it's it's an easy buy-in for non-golf fans. Like I like I would consider myself a golf fan to an extent, but like even if you're not necessarily a golf fan, just being able to throw on the TV and just seeing all that vibrant spray painted green grass is Scott just Van Pelt. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Scott Van Pelt. That's goat, the goat. That's that we'll leave that for a debate for a silly season episode, but the greatest personality ESPN's ever had, in my opinion. Him, Stuart Scott is another one. You gotta you gotta shout out Stuart. Um right, well, yeah, those are the days. Those are the days. Anything else, Michael? Anything else we'd like to bestow upon our listeners before we uh <laughs> Peace the fuck on out of here into the weekend. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, it's, uh, yeah, we're, we've, we've closed the book on both our, our podcast season and obviously basketball. So now we're, uh, obviously there's baseball floating around, but I just, I, I'm looking at my Joe Burrow jersey hanging, my, my Joe Burrow number nine LSU jersey, and I'm just getting fucking pumped. Hey, we're going to have the NFL draft coming up. It's it's just NFL figured out how to just perfectly space itself. To Ooh, that's, hey, hey, that's a good, that's a good silly season episode. 
the be- the best draft classes of all time. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But until then, uh, appreciate you guys for listening. It's been a fun season. We're going to keep on keeping on and uh, and continue this bad boy until the wheels fall off, which probably should have happened already, but we're here nonetheless. <laughs> um, shout out to well, Kay hey. Sweeney and the deer that he killed this morning. Hey, it's, you uh, got... unfortunate, but uh, glad you know, you're safe. Circle of life. Uh, you got a great night's sleep last night. That's why I did. Here. I did. That's why we're here. If yeah, but I had what's crazy is I, I finally slept enough to like actually have like a deep dream, like dream. I dreamed I was back in college and I show up to class and they're like, yeah, like we, there's a test today. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know anything. So the whole dream is like me, like running around trying to figure out like how I can figure out answers for this fucking test. That is stressful. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, never <laughs> a moment's rest. That's it. well, Kyle. I get to I got to live your dream because that was every day I showed up to class. Right. Like, I mean, that's, oh, that's what. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we we came up with some creative ways, but I was always somewhat prepared because it's like okay, I, I at least went to class, right? That yeah. that was my studying is like I just show up to class and right. and you'll absorb enough info to like see to be yeah. the test. You know, you were um, you were always a good uh, you were a good college student and and as a you know because as a college kid especially to be like I, I never missed class in high school like I never ditched or anything so once I got to college and I was like damn like I can just ditch and nobody's gonna call my mommy on me like it was a fucking rap well like, then you had Brandon the ultimate just like oh like my one toenail is a little bit too long today I'm not going to class <laughs> like or oh like I you know my my poor my little foot hurts I'm not <laughs> fast today you know uh, no, I, yeah, yes no Brandon Brandon was awful but I do vividly remember taking western civilization and i like showed up and the guy's like yeah like you were, i don't take attendance and i was like dope and so i just showed up for the first test bombed it so bad that he panned it back to me he's like i'm just gonna shoot you straight it would take a miracle for you to pass this class so it's probably better if you just dropped it and i was like that's good looking out like <laughs> she dropped it that same day <laughs> yeah yeah these are the these are the people i had to associate with folks it's me it's a miracle i'm i am as successful as i am today just listen, kidding, I'm a listen, fucking loser you you have to get by on your brains kyle I just, I just think it's just, it wasn't even brain. I wouldn't even consider it brains. I think it was just effort. effort. Like it really was just like, you just had to make an effort. Like, obviously I I think I'm an, you know, intelligent to an extent, obviously, but like really what, like my college career and even high school, like going all the way back is like, I was competitive for one. So like the kids I grew up with, like they had all, they were always pretty smartly. I had kids, I went to school with who like went to Stanford, a few, I knew a few of them with fucking Harvard and shit. So I always was just competitive to the point where I was like, okay, I wanted to show up. I wanted to at least try because I didn't want to be seen as the idiot. Um, And that kind of work ethic just carried me through, you know, it's not like Colorado Mesa was tough shakes by any means, but like, like it really is just like, you just had to put in an effort and you would pass and you would just, you know, but Hey, we all made it out. We all did. Well, and listen, you're 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 safe from being the dumbest friend you have because that title's already taken. So Absolutely. I mean, you know, you're, you're we'll competing. Let the listeners parse that out for themselves. <laughs> listen, this it's 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 nature has a pattern here. I may be the dumbest, but I once I my brain starts hurting and I can't come back with words, I just start throwing fists, and that's just that's the circle of life. That's how it is, folks. That's how it is. But uh. Yeah, this has been season one of Name Image Podcast. Like, review, subscribe, and uh, you know, we'll see you guys in a few weeks. We'll I, don't think this, I don't think this show had any structure at all. I love it, but hey, I, lo- I love you. I love you.
Skip. We know Skip. Mm -hmm. Skip, I know Skip. Like that, Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip? Mm -hmm.